Welcome to Words Matter. Wednesday, August 28. I'm Nick Hahn, your host of this podcast. Today, we're going to explore the powerful rhetoric of Napoleon Bonaparte as he exhorted his troops against France's enemies. Quote, Let them tremble. Unquote. After making a reputation for ferocity, by giving a crowd of Parisian rioters what he called a whiff of grape shot and killing 100, Napoleon Bonaparte made his bid for power in 1796. He sold the French regime on a plan for an Italian campaign, married Josephine, and set out at the head of a ragtag French army. He understood, as few commanders did, the need to take care of the essential needs of his men. An army marches on its stomach, is a remark attributed to him as well as the first virtue in a soldier is endurance of fatigue. Courage is only the second virtue. He determined to keep his men fed by living off the land in Italy, to rest them when possible, and to instill in them his own sense of destiny. All his addresses to his troops began with the salutation, Soldiers. He put pride in the word, and in crediting his army with triumphs, had no need to credit himself. In his oratory, he employed the internal dialogue, Shall it be said of us? And the visionary quotation to promise fame, Your fellow citizens, pointing you out, shall say, There goes one who... Winston Churchill would use the same history-conscious construction in his predictive quotation, This was their finest hour. Soldiers, you are precipitated like a torrent from the heights of the Apennines. You have overthrown and dispersed all that dared to oppose your march. Piedmont, rescued from Austrian tyranny, is left to its natural sentiments of regard and friendship to the French. Milan is yours, and the Republican standard is displayed throughout all Lombardy. The Dukes of Parma and Modena are indebted for their political existence only to your generosity. The army, which so proudly menaced you, has had no other barrier than its dissolution to oppose your invincible courage. The Po, the Tessin, the Ads could not retard you in a single day. The vaunted bulwarks of Italy were insufficient. You swept them with the same rapidity that you did the Apennines. Those successes have carried joy into the bosom of your countrymen. Your representatives decreed a festival dedicated to your victories and to be celebrated throughout all the communes of the Republic. Now your fathers, your mothers, your wives, and your sisters will rejoice in your success and take pride in their relation to you. Yes, soldiers, you have done much, but more still remains for you to do. Shall it be said of us that we know how to conquer but not to profit by our victories? Shall posterity reproach us with having found a Capua in Lombardy? But already I see you fly to arms. You are fatigued with an inactive repose. You lament the days that are lost to your glory. Well then, let us proceed. We have other forced marches to make. 
other enemies to subdue, more laurels to acquire, and more injuries to avenge. Let those who have unsheathed their daggers of civil war in France, who have barely assassinated our ministers, who have burnt our ships at Toulon, let them tremble. The knell of vengeance has already tolled. But to quiet the apprehensions of the people, we declare ourselves the friends of all, and particularly of those who are the descendants of Brutus and Scipio, and those other great men whom we have taken for our models, to re-establish the capital, to replace the statues of those heroes who have rendered it immortal, to rouse the Roman people entranced in so many ages of slavery. This shall be the fruit of your victories. It will be an epic for the admiration of posterity. You will enjoy the immortal glory of changing the aspects of affairs in the finest part of Europe. The free people of France, not regardless of moderation, shall accord to Europe a glorious peace, but it will indemnify itself for the sacrifices of every kind which it has been making for six years past. You will again be restored to your firesides and homes, and your fellow citizens, pointing you out, shall say, there goes one who belonged to the army of Italy." Napoleon never underestimated the power of the spoken word. Words matter. See you next time.